Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, peeps, and welcome to Woke AF Daily with me, your girl, Danielle Moody, recording live from the Brooklyn Bunker today. You know, I want to take a moment to talk about Labor Day and the fact that we as a nation just celebrated or honored, uh, recognized this holiday. And the fact that it's supposed to, what? Have us put eyes on and give respect to workers, right? All of us are workers. If you are employed, you are a worker that helps this country and this economy move. And I think that what is oftentimes lost on all of us and what is shifting right now in a lot of industries and in a lot of spaces is the power that workers have. Now, when this country was moving through its industrial age, we needed to create unions and HR and different types of protections for workers because Without these protections, without government intervention, without agencies that would look after the safety and the well-being for workers, you have what is pretty much going on with Amazon around the country. You have people unable to take bathroom breaks. There is right now a piece of legislation that is going through the California legislature to ensure that production numbers remain reasonable at the behemoths like Amazon so that workers who are on the line putting together your packages, our packages that we so desperately need can take a bathroom break. It's crazy to me to think that in the 21st century, after we have gone through so many different points of work revolution and expansion in this country, that in so many ways, we are going back to the beginning, whether it is with fucking abortion, whether it's with voter suppression, but it seems like America's 
civil rights and liberties and workers' rights and liberties and women's rights and liberties are somehow boomeranging back to pre-industrial times, right? Where we are needing to make explicitly clear the protections that workers are guaranteed, the protections that women are guaranteed. And we have a very tepid government right now that is being run by Democrats who we gave power to but not in large enough numbers that they're able to maneuver on their own. Now, I say this, though, that this problem, this, this juggernaut that we have right now that is happening in our government is not the people's problem. It is our politicians' problem. It is Republicans' problem. And the reality that Democrats do not show to the public that Republicans want to do nothing for Americans right? That Republicans see Americans as the problem and they see corporations as the savior to America. That government is not supposed to intervene. Government is not supposed to make sure that you have bathroom breaks at work, that you are given health care, that you are have child care, that that's not government's problem. That if you cannot afford those things on your own, well then too bad right? And that if you need to be worked above, well above 40 hours a week, if you need to have multiple jobs so that you can put food on the table and take care of your kids, again, that is your problem. And what we are seeing with another move being made by this administration, and again, you know, a part of me does not know whether or not the moves that are being made in terms of these behemoth pieces of legislation, because here's the thing, What we also need to recognize is that we are living in a time not unlike when the New Deal was rolled out, right? Which was after wartime, recognizing that we need to provide American families, American people, American workers, right? With the ability to fend for themselves, but that because there has been so much economic devastation due to COVID, due to mass layoffs, because there has been so much economic devastation due to the fact that people had to be working from home, that 2 million women left the workforce, and probably at this time, more than that, right? 2 million women left the workforce because we know that even though we want to believe that we are living in modern times, that childcare will majority of the time fall on women. So this administration has now created another behemoth of a piece of legislation. And according to Politico, they're like, we don't really know what the fuck to call it. They're like, is it a jobs package, a human infrastructure bill, a climate bill, a social welfare legislation? We don't know. But essentially what it is looking at and what it is being referred to by Jonathan Weissman of the New York Times, is that the breadth of this legislation is basically has cradle to grave qualities. And it would affect how people, how we all see ourselves in relation to the federal government and the federal government's responsibility to help us in some of the most desperate times. Now, the New Deal, if you remember, 
was a sweeping piece of legislation that was part infrastructure, part building infrastructure, part human infrastructure, housing, jobs, all of these things, right? But we also know that there were carve-outs in order to get the Southerners on board to make sure that people of color and women were not included, right? Because that's always the mainstay, that government is great to work for the people as so long as those people are white and so long as those people are male. But if there is anybody else that government is going to be working for, then, you know, then it's about welfare. Like that's essentially always, uh, where we go here. So in this legislation, this is what is being said. Consider a life from conception to death. This is according to Jonathan Weissman of the New York times in his review. Democrats intend to fund paid family and medical leave to allow a parent to take some time off during pregnancy and after a child's birth. When that parent is ready to return to work, expanded funding for childcare would kick in to help cover their daycare costs. When that child turns three, another part of the bill, universal kindergarten, pre-kindergarten, would ensure public education can begin at an earlier age, regardless of where that child lives. Then we move on. Most families with children would continue to receive federal income supplements each month in the form of an an expanded child tax credit. And at high school graduation, most students would be guaranteed two years of higher education through expanded federal financial aid geared toward community colleges. Even after that, income supplements and generous workforce training programs, including specific efforts to train home health and elder care workers, would keep the government present in many adult lives. In old age, people would be helped by tax credits to offset the cost of elder care and by an expansion of Medicare to cover dental, hearing, and vision services. Even this description doesn't capture the bill's ambitions when it comes to policies on taxes, climate, and immigration. Emphasizing the government part. So what they're saying, too, is this, is that for the longest time, right, what what is the biggest and most negative moniker that Republicans have with regard to Democrats' agendas to help Americans where they know that help is desperately needed? They call them socialist. They say that you are a socialist, that we're, this is a communist agenda and that this is not what government should be doing. Government should not be a part of every aspect of your life and that people need to have personal responsibility and I'm not going to be dictated to and blah, 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 blah. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Because here's the thing, what Democrats don't do as a rebuttal and don't say as a rebuttal about Republicans' pushback against any kind of government aid to those that are in need, which is at this point pretty much a majority of Americans, is that Republicans don't want government to help you because they want to privatize everything, right? They want to make sure that every part of your life is being hit by and controlled by capitalism. And in doing so, right, then people are making a buck off of their ability to quote unquote help you. And then there are no regulations around how, right, how these companies are dictating your life. And so we'll privatize everything and government isn't responsible for a thing and nothing is going to come to you for free, right? And so instead of us having this consistent conversation with regard to what Republicans are trying to do, it's always Republicans coming back with their feeling that Americans are undeserving. It's very easy 
right? And I don't understand every time why it's so fucking difficult to just say that. Republicans believe that Americans are undeserving. They don't believe that you should be supported. They don't believe that your family should be cared for. So while they want to ensure that a woman has no control over her body, that essentially women are just baby-making factories, right, that have to, that are forced to stay at home because they have no support in the home and they have no support in terms of childcare because they can't afford it outside of the home. So once again, men, white men in particular, are the ones that are the heads of the households, the ones that are sitting in the business chairs, in the conference rooms, in the C-suites, because the little woman is stuck at home as a baby-making factory, because there is nowhere and no ability to fucking plan. Because we've taken an option, a healthcare option off of the table. And we've started this in Texas, but you have seen since last week how all of these things are becoming a domino effect across some of the most disgusting red states in this country. So again, here's the messaging. Republicans don't give a fuck about your family. They don't give a fuck about your children. They care about fetuses. But once that fetus turns into a baby and comes out of your fucking womb, they want to do nothing to ensure that that child is educated, that that child is healthy, that that child is set up to be a productive citizen in this country. They sure as fuck don't want you to have a quality public education that learns anything, right? That is outside of the scope of, oh, white America is excellent. They sure as fuck don't want to give you the tools to be able to go through higher education, which you need to get any type of job that is going to turn into some type of possible career, but they don't want to alleviate the debt of doing something that now has become a necessity, which is a college education. So when I say, when we look at the things that Democrats are rolling out and we're saying, well, this is historic, well, this is big, so are our fucking problems. But I would argue that our biggest problem are the Republicans, are the domestic terrorists that we continue to try and collaborate with to get anything done for the American people that, frankly, they want to ensure have no power. Because they sure as fuck don't trust your ability to vote. And we know that they don't trust women. And we know that they don't like black, indigenous, people of color, of BIPOC folks. So why not just say that? So that the American people can have a very clear picture of where they are right now. So if you are jobless and your joblessness benefits are expiring, right? We already had, have an issue that at the end of October, right? The evictions are going to begin again. The moratorium will have expired, right? So in no way, shape, or form do Republicans set Americans up to live a full and complete life. In no uncertain terms do Republicans care about your ability to pursue the American dream, about your ability to pursue a decent quality of life. They don't even want to give you a basic living wage. So instead of us, right, constantly rolling out 
all of these big projects, which again are important, but rolling them out in a way where we are not drawing a deep line in the sand between the difference between what Republicans want to deny Americans versus what it is that Democrats want to provide for Americans. Because at the end of the day, Republicans want to get on these soapboxes and talk about all the ways in which Democrats want to take things away from you. And funny enough, I have seen not one piece of legislation ever be rolled out under a Democrat that is about taking away your stupid fucking guns or taking away your ability to pray, right? But that's always the go-to for Republicans. They're going to knock door to door and take everything away from you. When has there ever been a piece of legislation to do that? Tell me. But everything that Republicans put out is actually, in reality, taking something away. But according to the messaging that comes out of any Democrat's mouth, right, you don't fucking hear that. There is not a piece of legislation that Republicans have rolled out over the past fucking year at the state and local level that is not about denying an American something. Whether it is denying a woman's right to choose, whether it is denying your access to the ballot, whether it is denying health care, whether it is denying school board's ability to keep your children safe in schools. Think about all of the things that Republicans have rolled out to deny you your liberty and your freedom. That is it for today's Woke AF Daily Podcast. To hear more from me, including five full hour-long shows every single week, exclusive guest interviews, and more, support me on Patreon at patreon.com slash Woke AF. Power to the people and to all the people power. Get woke and stay woke as fuck. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is Sheep Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on Sheep Pivots. Listen to Sheep Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.